Good morning, folks. Just trying to get this phone of mine working here. Give me two seconds. I'm going live on Instagram and uh, Facebook at the same time. Right, folks. So, welcome to another edition of the Morning Glory Sessions. Today, I want to talk about mental resilience. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my clients last night. And he slipped off the wagon big time. Now, I am actually going to meet him, go for a walk. Fuck COVID regulations, I don't care anymore. Uh, people I care about, their mental health and actual reality of things is more important to me than fucking some stupid law. I don't care, not even the law, an act. Um, I've had enough of it, so I'm just going to actually start living my life again. Um, but here's the thing. We li we're living in a time that we all know this. We've never seen a time like this before. And it's more important than ever to start focusing on building some sort of mental resilience to help you get through what we're going through currently. Now, I have seen so many people recently, like their mental health is suffering. I spoke about this on Friday, and I'm seeing so many people suffer mentally because they're being locked up. We, we're human beings. We are not designed to live on our own, to live in a small uh, area without communication, without community. And this is what they're doing. They're, they're destroying the mental resilience of the human species by separating us and keeping us away from people who we care, people we love, we love. Ryan Kelly, how's it going, mate? And David, how you doing, buddy? So we need to start focusing on building some sort of mental resilience. Now, one of the simplest ways we can build mental resilience is by making ourselves train. Just simple, basic exercise. And unfortunately, we've been conditioned to a point where we're so weak-minded. A lot of us are so weak-minded, not everyone, but a lot of us are so weak-minded that we can't find the strength in ourselves to do a few push-ups, to go out for a walk. And the reality is, if you're feeling like shit, if you're feeling down because of what's happening, the fastest way to get yourself back on board is to do some training, exercise. Doesn't have to be ball busting, crossfit, hit tight training. Gareth, how's it going, buddy? It should just a simple walk, getting out in nature. It's going to change your energy now, whether you believe it or not. I'm a big believer now of energy and frequency because I've got a crazy hippie girlfriend who just loves all this stuff. But she's right, genuinely, she is right. She um. You can raise your frequency, you can raise your vibration by doing things you enjoy. We know we live in a in a world that our frequency and vibrations suppressed. The foods we eat, whatever you want to believe, all that stuff, it, it brings our vibration down. And when you walk in the nature, when you walk in the nature, you feel better. It, you come back from a walk in the mountains or walk in the forest, you you feel higher. Your your energy's lifted. It's like, but if you walk in the in somewhere like town where people are down, you feel that energy affect you. We are. Like um, we're energy. We 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 respond, and some people more than others, but we respond to other people's energy. That's why you don't like some people, and you do like all being around others. It's because their energy is in more it's um, vibrating the same frequency as you. So taking small steps to build yourself, to build that mental resilience, is going to be massive pushing forward. We're already in the uh, another lockdown here. They're they right set the stage here for us to to accept another lockdown. So what's going to be another few months of not seeing other people, but mind you, people are nice and fuck it and, and just doing their things, doing their own thing, which is need to happen more and more. But people telling me they can't train at home, right? They're, they're starting to say to me, I can't train at home. Well, why can't you train at home? Oh, I just don't feel the result. I just don't feel like I've got the, the motivation. Training isn't about motivation. By saying that, 
you're telling yourself you want to remain where you are. Now, words have power. People need to understand this is more important than ever. How you speak to yourself is going to determine how you feel. When I, when I have a lot of experience this in the gym and the fighters when I was coaching MMA. <sighs> And um, just the way people talk to you, you can hear it when you, if you're if you're aware of it. When people come in the gym or like MMA, let's take MMA for example. When they were doing, you'd see a beginner watching the experienced guys doing something like a flan armbar. Something looks flashy and hard to do, but it's actually not that hard to do. But it just it just looks that hard. And you would show them how to do it, and they would, before they tried, they would tell me, oh, "I can't do this." Now they weren't really telling me. They were telling themselves, they were reinforcing themselves. Yes, what they were doing is they were setting the stage to allow themselves to feel better when they failed. They were going to fail. It was no doubt. They were going to, I don't know anyone, well, I do know one kid, but one, maybe one person, two people could manage a flan arm bar without ever trying it. But there, it's not the point. The point was they were telling themselves, I can't do this. And when you tell yourself, I can't do this, you're in that zone. You're, you've already you've already told yourself you've your future forecast the reality. I can't do this, therefore I'm not going to do it. Instead of actually just saying, ah, I'll give it a go. <clears throat> that simple change in word is going to change your mindset. And it doesn't matter if you feel. Feeling's okay. Feeling's natural. It's human nature to feel. But the reality is when you tell yourself you can't do something, you're not going to be able to do it. So when people are telling me, I just don't have the motivation. I can't do this. I can't do that. What they're really saying is they're telling themselves, I can't do this. And then they're wondering why they feel the way they feel, why they can't find the energy, why they can't find the strength to actually do what they want to do. And they, they know because they're, they're telling me they can't train. They, they, don't, they want to train. They just can't seem to find the way to train. But by doing that, you're actually accepting that you're going to stay in this state for, well, as long as you decide you have to, you can't train. So the minute you tell yourself, actually, I can't train. Actually, I can't go for a walk. Well, then you've put yourself in a different thought and a different thought pattern. Remember, I always say thoughts dictate your 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 thoughts take your words, your words dictate your actions, and your actions dictate your outcomes. So if you if you tell yourself, you think to yourself, I can't do this, and then you verbalize it, that's giving it more power. I can't do this. Okay, I'm gonna say it out loud. I can't do this. <clears throat> Therefore, there's no thought process in the, in how you're thinking. It, if you put your brain into really simplistic terms. The thought, the, the think brain and the proved brain, two halves. You've got the think brain whose job is only to think. And you've got the proved brain whose job is only to prove the think brain right. So if I think I can't do this, well, then the other part of the brain has to prove that right. So if I tell myself I can go for a walk, well, then my proved brain is only option is to start thinking, okay, how can I prove that thought right? So if I say to myself, I'm going to do some push-ups, my proved brain is going to go, okay, we're going to do some push-ups. Now, a lot of people are telling me they can't afford exercise equipment. That's that's fair enough. Some people are in a different position. We're we're all we're not in the same boat, but we're all in the same ocean. Some parts of the ocean are storms, some parts of the ocean is calm, other people are on yachts, some people are in dinghies. That's how it is. Some people can't genuinely afford to build to buy the equipment, especially the price hikes in a, in a fitness equipment at the moment. But that doesn't mean you can't train. Well, body weight is easy to do. You can get yourself a suspension trainer. For six pound, I made this alone. I made this week contraption. Oh, going to drop it here for six quid, and it took me ten minutes. Bit of PVC piping, in fact, three bits, about eighteen inches, and three meters of rope, and two bowline knots. Now, is it like it's a TRX? 
well, no, it's not as good as TRX, but I don't need it to be as good as TRX. I just needed something to allow me to do the training. And that is where mental resilience comes in. <clears throat> it's about it's when the thought, the thought and the proof brain, when you think I can't do it or I can't get the equipment, well, then your proof brain's going to prove you right. You've, you've got to stop thinking of problems and look more towards finding solutions. That is a solution. Getting two, getting two five-liter drums of water and a broom pole is a solution. You can do bicep curls, you can do Z press, you can do offset, you can just put one side or you can put both on the one side and press it and hit the core. There are thousands of ways of training and you've got to figure out a way of doing it. Now, personally, I'd say hire a coach, someone who knows what they're doing, they can give you hints, but there's other ways. You can get a sandbag, a bag, a cool bag, fill it with sand, duct tape it up, and you've got a sandbag. And that's going to be a great way of challenging your body. You can do press and pull and clarries, throws. You can do everything with it. The reality is there is a solution. And if you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, and you're seeing guys and girls who are in similar positions to you, i.e. lockdown, and they are training, well, then it is just proving your story, your narrative wrong. You can train. Now, maybe you're feeling self-conscious. That's the reality, okay? We're feeling self-conscious. You can't do anything about that. Well, you can. You can change your thought, but you can just do, fuck it. If you're not happy about your body, do something about it. You don't have to eat the food. You're, 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 you're telling yourself again that story. Oh, I need the food. Therefore, your proof brain's going to go, okay, let's get the fucking food. If you're telling yourself, I need to change. I need to do something about this. Then your proof brain's going to start thinking, okay, let's find a way of making you change. Fast. Like, you literally just, just don't eat. It's the simplest fucking thing in the world to do. Just don't put food in your mouth, and then you're going to start losing weight. Like, I fast every day. Yesterday, I've done 24-hour fast. Today, I probably won't eat at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. I'm going to go for a walk with one of, my, with one of the members of the gym because he's in, a bad, he's in a bad state right now mentally. And he actually said to me, can I go to the gym? And I was like, no, we can't go to the gym. I can't really. Um, I can't go to the gym. But to be perfectly honest, in the, the state he's in and the, the position he's in with physically, he's not the gym isn't going to be good for him. And this is something you've got to remember. If you're carrying a lot of weight and you're under a lot of stress and you're feeling down, well then you by training hard, and by the way, Instagram and Facebook has made training out to be this go hard or go home attitude. That's all you're seeing is um all you're seeing right now is people who are pushing themselves hard. So you think that is the way you training. But for the majority of guys, you're overweight, fat, and just want to build a bit, lose a bit, get a bit, build more muscle, lose more fat, get more sex. The reality is you do not need to be training like the way they're talking about. What would suit you better is, like I said, a walk in nature every single day. Yesterday I done six miles. Today I'm going to do another six miles. I'm going to do another six miles tomorrow. My weight's slowly coming down because I'm committing myself to changing. I've changed how I'm eating. I'm going mostly vegetarian now. But I'm still eating fish and chicken once a week and give myself a cheat treat like a steak or something like that, maybe every 10 or 14 days. But my weight's coming down. My energy is through the roof. I, I'm so embarrassed saying this. Like it's, if you know me, you know what I'm like. I'm meat. I love my meat. But I've, I've realized that since I've changed my eating pattern and meat instead, my energy's through the roof. I feel so much better. I feel alive. And right now, 2021, it's the easiest time in the in history to eat vegetarian food. You know, it's it's not that hard. So there are certain ways. There are ways we all can implement to get ourselves moving forward and get ourselves towards that goal. Now, if you choose to remain where you're at, well, then it's 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 obviously going to happen. 
The more you stay in that state, the more that it becomes a habit. I keep telling people this. We have been 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. Of those 60 to 70,000 thoughts, 90%, maybe 95% were the same as yesterday, were the same as day before, were the same as day before, were the same as day before. And our thoughts, you know, neurons that wire, that fire together, wire together. So these become our habits and these habits become our actions, our autonomous actions. So if you're telling yourself every single day, I can't train, I just want to watch Netflix, guess what you're going to do every day? You're going to watch Netflix. Now, there's associations. Think about um, going to cinema. What's the first thing you go to cinema? Popcorn. So if you're starting to watch Netflix and you start eating a bag of Cheetos or a bag of Doritos or something, you can pretty much guarantee that very soon that's going to become your habit. And then what's going to be the outcome of that habit? You're going to put on more weight. What's going to become the outcome of that? You're going to feel shit about yourself. You're going to be in a worse state. You're going to find it harder to start. There comes a point in your life, we're all adults, we're all men, well, some women here, but we have to own our shit. We have to take responsibility for our own actions. We have to stop blaming other people and other scenarios and other situations for the situation we're in, the, the current situation we're in. We can't do anything about it. Well, I suppose we can. We can just say, fuck it. If we all said, fuck it, this wouldn't be happening. That's the reality. But we all, but so many of us are living in a state of fear because of this narrative that we're constantly being told. And this is actually the prime example. A year ago, if I had told you 15 months ago that... 90% of the world is going to be walking around with masks, terrified of other human beings, scared to speak, scared to come within two meters of people. You'd have laughed at me. But because the narrative's been pushed, 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 we've heard it every single day, it's got into our minds. And our think brain is thinking of it, so our proved brain proves it. And this is why we're in this fucked up situation where we're scared of other human beings and we're becoming miserable. We are a communal species. We need communication. We need to be a sense of belonging. And that sense of belonging has been removed. It is, And that is creating a really serious mental health pandemic that is not being addressed. And the sooner we start realizing that people are dying of all the things apart from COVID, we can start addressing this shit because the, sh the mental health shitstorm coming is going to dwarf the deaths of COVID. It's going to be terrifying. But we don't have to be victims of this. Now, anyone who knows me knows of my suicide attempts, knows of my mental health issues. I am very... Johnny, how's it going? Karen, how's it going? I am very open about... Um, my life story. It, it doesn't bother me now. In fact, if I can help other guys um, address their own issues, brilliant. Then that, then if then my experiences have been worthwhile because it didn't kill me. It didn't break me. It nearly did, but it didn't. And this is why I'm so into, so into mental resilience and mental health because my experiences taught me that if you don't address them and if you don't take um, lessons from your experiences, you're just destined to on that continuous cycle there's nothing wrong with feeling down there's nothing wrong with well there is something wrong with feeling suicidal but there's nothing wrong with accepting you're feeling suicidal and there's nothing wrong with reaching out and asking someone for help the amount of guys that i help on a daily basis because i'm so open about it is insane you can see my uh, my inbox the amount of guys talk to me about they're feeling suicidal or they're feeling down and i, I suppose i have the tools because i've got the experience to help them maybe get out of that and we need to start helping each other, but we can't if we're scared of each other. And the, But the only problem, now, this is one of the things I said to this guy last night. He said to me, I just need to get back to the gym. And then he said to me, I need a certain other guy. I, like when a certain other guy was training with me, I felt easy. I felt great to be able to, be able to turn up the gym. But when he stopped coming, I couldn't go anymore. Now, 
I wasn't hard on him, but I did point out the flaw in his thinking. When you th say to yourself, Sam, how's it going, buddy? When you say to yourself, I need to do this to happen before I can do that, well, then you're basically telling yourself you're not strong enough mentally to do it your own. And that's you can only do something if you've got an emotional crutch. So the gym's open. Oh, I can go to the gym. That's an emotional crutch. M m that guy's going to the gym, and I can go if he's going, but I can't if he doesn't. That again, that's another emotional crutch. And the, what you're saying there is, if that's removed from my life, I have no power in myself to do what I need to do. And how can you expect to get through life as an adult if all you're ever doing is relying on other people or other situations to allow you to do what you need to do or want to do? Because the most of us, I have never met any person in my life who enjoys being overweight, who is happy with looking overweight, feeling overweight. Because listen, I went up to nearly 100 kilo. I think the heaviest ever been was 102 kilo when I was taking DECA because my hip replacement, the, my first hip replacement hadn't happened and I was told DECA was good for you to lubricate the joints. Turns out it's not. Turns out it's actually worse for your hip than ever because it makes the bones wear away. But you learn, you learn, live and learn, sorry. But I went up to 102 kilo now. I was, I was nearly 100 kilo there about four months ago. I went... <laughs> You're right, you're right there, um, Johnny, you're right, fuck Daka, mobility's key. Actually, Johnny, I am fucking mobilising like crazy every day now, feeling great for it as well, vegetarian shit. But um, where's it going? Johnny, fuck you, put me off. Um, I've gone, I've gone, thanks, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, so, I, this guy, when you're, um, when you're relying on other people in other situations to allow yourself to do what you need to do, and that's weak-minded, and you need to address that. Now, there's nothing wrong with being weak-minded. I hate the society there where we can't just speak normally. But the reality is, it is a weak mind. But that's a problem. And if you've got a problem, you need to address it. And you need to find a way of addressing it. Now, right now, the guy I'm talking about, he needs me as an emotional crutch. That's fine. I'm going to go out walking the dog anyway. So I said to him, come with me. We'll get walking, and we'll do it every day. Because I walk the dog every, th every three times of the day. There's nothing wrong or wrong. In fact, I would enjoy the company. He will enjoy the company. It's nice to talk to other people. This is something that we've been it's been removed from our life right now, where we are not allowed to meet up with friends and talk like human beings. It's madness. I don't give a fuck anymore. I am meeting people because my mental health suffering. We're all suffering, but that's going to help him. Now, I know in four, five, six weeks, he's going to be in a different state of mind, and he's going to be able to maybe take that step forward. So and I'm not saying having a gym or having a training body as an emotional crush to start you off is a bad thing. It's not. But if you're always using it to rely, rely on that person or that thing to allow you to do what you need to do, then there's a problem. I liken it to a child growing up. I've got a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, okay? And then Gail's got a seven-year-old and nine-year-old. Now, my four-year-old, Evelyn, if I'm crossing the road, I will hold her hand. In fact, I'll hold Sive's hand as well. She's seven. Rory, if I'm crossing with Rory, I'm not going to hold his hand. He's getting older. He understands. I can say, Rory, stand beside me. When he's 15, I'm not going to be holding anyone's hand. You know, when they're 15, I'm not going to be holding anyone's hand. But I'm still going to keep an eye on them. And that is what coaching is. Coaching is having that ability to go, okay, you need this. If you're if you're a beginner, you're like a newborn. You're like a one-year-old. You know, you don't, you have no clue what you're doing. You need assistance. You need guidance in every single thing you do. When you get nine, eight, nine, I can let go of the hands, but I can still keep an eye on you. I can still sort of tell you what to do, but understand that you're getting to a point where you've got that cop on where you can do things for yourself. Then when you're 15, again, I'll just step back even further. When you're an adult, 
will step back even further. That is the way training should be. That's the way coaching should be. It's meeting the person where they're at. Right now, this guy, he's back to a one-year-old. It's not an insult to him. He's just back to a one-year-old because the the weight of life has got on top of him. We all need to be aware that this shit is going to affect us massively. And if we don't... If you, if you don't have the strength to start recognising your own problems and taking actions to changing it, you're always going to be that person who's going to feel down and who's going to be reactive to life. You know, and you don't want to be reactive to life. I, I like it, a thermometer and a thermostat. A thermometer reacts to temperature. A thermostat sets a temperature. So you want to be a thermostat. You want to make sure that you set your mood, you set your tone, and you react to it. So, folks, that's me done for today. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to be doing this on Instagram for every day now as well because it's a good uh, venue. You just can't do it on the platform I use for the other things. So, see you tomorrow.